0: In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness that there is no God but Allah, and I bear witness that Muhammad is his messenger. I greet you, my beloved brothers and sisters, with the greeting words of peace. as alaikum. I thank Allah for brother Khalid Muhammad and the words that he spoke and I share his prayers that Allah will always keep him preserve him, protect him and make him a strong voice for the hurt of our oppressed people and oppressed people around the world. Whenever I hear a man speak like that and speak so easily and so well, you know that a man is born to do what he does well and what he loves to do. And I will do everything that I can to help him to realize that that he was doing at six and seven years old. Standing preaching at passing automobile, he will stand and preach to the world by the grace of Allah. I am so thankful to Allah to have this opportunity to talk. Uh, with you again on the triumphant message of the Qur'an the message of truth a message that we received from the Honorable Elijah Muhammad we bear witness that Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him is that mighty and wonderful source Through whom, or vehicle through whom the Holy Qur'an was revealed. This most precious book of books and scripture of scriptures. A mercy from Allah to all human beings. I want to talk today, as I promised you last week, About the making of a devil The making of a devil If all things were created by God And nothing has its existence except by his permission Could it be that the all-wise and righteous being created A devil? How could a devil have existence independent of God, since God is the author of all in existence? This is a theological uh, question that needs to be studied. An all-wise and righteous being cannot be given the blame for devil. Well, who is to blame? How does devil come about? In the Quran, in the 30th verse of the second chapter, it reads, And when thy Lord said to the angels, I am going to place a ruler in the earth, The angels said to their Lord, Wilt thou place in it such as make mischief in it and shed blood? And we celebrate thy praise and extol thy holiness. Allah said, Surely I know what you know not. Here is the Lord of the angels saying, I am going to place in the earth a ruler, somebody who is going to give rules and guidance to the people of the earth. And the angels questioned God, saying, Wilt? Thou place in it Such as Make mischief in it And shed blood The angels Saw That what was about To rule the earth Would be one Who would make mischief In the earth And cause the shedding Of blood If, beloved Listeners Allah is the author of peace and not of confusion. He is the author of justice and righteousness and truth. But here is a ruler coming to the earth that is going to make mischief in the earth and cause the shedding of blood. Right there is the making of a devil. Because God is not a mischief maker. Then some of the traits and characteristics of a devil is that a devil makes mischief. And this making of mischief, putting brother against brother, man against man, causes the shedding of blood. Well, if Allah is the author of peace... And Islam is peace And it invites us to the abode of peace Then he who causes the shedding of blood Is an opposer of the principles of peace Therefore that opposer, that adversary Is rightly called shaitan, satan or devil Now If the devil is going to rule on the earth, let us not get spaced out and look for some spook. Spooks don't rule on earth. Therefore, this devil that is going to be a ruler, one who establishes a rule, And a ruler is that which enables you to draw a line. So one who establishes a rule is he who gives his law, his guidance to the people. If you are under a ruler that is a mischief maker and a shedder of blood, if you follow his rule, what will you become and what have you become? You are nothing but a mischief maker yourself And a shedder of blood And a devil A devil cannot make nothing but himself If a doctor teaches you and you obey You become a doctor If a lawyer teaches you and you obey You become a lawyer If a typist teaches you and you obey You become a typist If a devil establishes a law and a rule for you to follow and you follow it, you become what? Is the earth filled with mischief? Is the earth filled with the shedding of blood? Then the earth is filled with devils. Not devils in spook form, but human beings who have submitted to a rule that is contrary to the rule and the law of Almighty God Allah. Therefore, there is no peace among the nations because God's law is not among the nations. There is no peace among the nations because righteousness is a thing talked about but not established. But the rule of law In the world is a rule that is mischief-making because the rule of law for America, the policy of America that we must follow may be a policy that is against someone else doing injustice to the people of Nicaragua doing injustice to the people of Africa and Asia and Central America. While the American people are very happy with that policy, that policy is unjust because it robs others of their freedom, their justice, their equality, their right of self-determination, their right of self-reliance. A devil has been placed in the earth. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad... A man that most of the people misunderstood taught us much about this character, devil. Many of you think you have outgrown his message. But you haven't outgrown Satan. <laughs> You say, uh, Muhammad's message was good for yesterday. It's not good for today, but the devil ruled yesterday and is still raising hell today. So I don't know about that. I think we need a better understanding of what Elijah Muhammad taught that we misunderstood or misapplied in our infancy of knowledge. But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us And I'm quoting now for our listening audience that the Caucasian people are not a natural species of human beings. Wait, 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 wait. Before you call me a racist, I want you to listen. I'm not a racist. I'm a realist and an observer of the behavior This Quran says that Allah made us into tribes and families that we may know one another and not despise one another. It is not a matter of hate, but it is a matter that if we do not know white people, we cannot deal effectively with them. Yes, there are common things that are common to all human beings. But there are things in the Caucasian people that they themselves need to understand that has made them the number one hell raiser on the earth. And this is not a hater saying this. This is your own history written in the blood of the nations of the earth that speaks out against you. We cannot deny that it is Caucasian people that have created mischief. Mischief among the Indians. Putting tribe against tribe. Brother against brother. Is that right? right. Making a treaty, breaking it, lying and covering up, using deceit and treachery to take a country from the Indians. You cannot deny, Mr. Stone, Though you said the Arabs sold us, you, uh, like you, helped to distribute Mr. Johnson's products. And you are the distributor of the records. Let us set the record straight. Jews were the distributors of blacks. For many Jews owned the ships that brought our fathers into slavery. Yes, sir. And if you doubt me, Mr. Stone, Go and read your uh, Encyclopedia Judaica. That is a Jewish encyclopedia, not written by Louis Farrakhan, but written by your own people. That talks about your people's involvement in the slave
1: trade.
0: We have had African tribalism and tribal differences and wars among blacks before whites were on the scene we've had rebellion among blacks before the white man was ever a thought in the mind of his father we can't put it all on them but it seems as though they are the focus of evil in the world to borrow a phrase from Mr. Reagan Now, if my reading of your history is incorrect, then I would hope that you would correct me. But I didn't write your history books. You wrote it. And I read it. And it's written in the blood of the darker people of the earth and the mischief-making of your people, using religion, politics, anything you can get your hands on, to divide and conquer and put brother against brother. Now, that's not a lie, is it, brothers and sisters? And Elijah Muhammad was not wrong. He said the white man is the devil. That's correct. Now, so, there is no reason to die and go to hell to find the devil? You are already mentally dead, living in hell under the rule of devils. That's just plain and simple. The number one hell raiser, white folks.
1: I'm not a hater,
0: you're just the devil. You mean all of us? Well, those few that want to do good are so ineffective in the promotion of good till God classifies all of you as that and you have the burden of proof on yourself to prove that you are not. But you can't prove you're not a devil by us. But it's deeper than that. We have many white people on this earth who are Muslims. Evil, the Quran teaches, is a bad name after faith. You cannot refer to a Muslim as a devil. The two terms are contradictory. No white person who is a Muslim and is trying to live the life of a Muslim can be classified as a devil because he's not a mischief maker. A Muslim is a peacemaker. A Muslim is one who submits his will to do the will of God. And any people of any color that submit their will to do the will of God cannot and must not ever be referred to under that cheap name, devil. Hmm. But the book of Revelation says Babylon is falling, is
1: falling
0: Why is Babylon fallen? She has become the habitation of devils America, America is falling Why are you falling America? You have become the habitation of devils A whole of every foul spirit in a cage for every unclean and hateful bird. America, a house of deaths. black and white, red, yellow, and brown. All of them rebelling against the law and the will of God. Some of them putting on holy robes for rebellion. Some of them saying, Hail Mary, full of grace. For
1: rebellion,
0: some of them bowing down to stone and statues in direct rebellion to what God has ordered. Rebellion in holy robes, devils calling themselves Fathers, devils calling themselves Archbishop, devils calling themselves Holy Father, devils calling themselves Eman. Devils calling themselves reverend Reverend what? Father what? Father of lies and tricks and deceit How in the hell can you be a representative of God When your congregation remains in a hell of a condition Lying down in filth, evil and indecency And reverend you cannot pull them out of it with this weak teaching that you have in the name of Jesus. no. You have a watered-down version of the gospel. It doesn't have the power to open blind eyes anymore. Deaf ears or make the dumb to speak or raise the dead to life. Because you are watering it down It is truth mixed with falsehood And there we come to how you make a devil How do you make a devil? The Honorable Elijah Muhammad says You begin making devil by grafting from the original If the black man is the original man And he is When you start grafting from the original man, you start making an unnatural man who becomes an opposer, an opponent, or an adversary naturally to the original. The Caucasian people are subject to disease that the original man is not subject to. We lived on this planet for millions and billions of years. It is only since this unnatural man who refused to follow the way of the original man that we have suffered these kinds of ailments and diseases that are afflicting us. AIDS. This is directly due to your rebellion against God. Your sexual promiscuity, your homosexuality, your freakish sexual behavior has gotten you AIDS. Now some of you are afraid to have sex. You've gone from one extreme now to the other. But see, God has to stop your rebellion by making you afraid of the course that you have traveled by causing you to reap the consequence of your rebellion. AIDS is a consequence of your rebellion. Herpes is a consequence of your rebellion. Gonorrhea and syphilis is a consequence of your rebellion. Cancer and tuberculosis is a consequence of your yes. rebellion. Emphysema and every disease that man is suffering from can be directly traced to his rebellion to the law of Almighty God. Yes. Methuselah, according to the Bible, lived 969 years. Why? He was in submission to the law and will of Almighty God. Open the Bible. Look in the book of Genesis. See those men of long life They didn't live long by rebelling They lived long by obeying the law of God So 100 years, as Isaiah the prophet says In that day a baby will die at 100 You'll be considered a baby if you die at 100 But look at you now, half of us will never see 100 Some of us will never see 40 some of us have seen 40 and it looks like we've seen a 100 because we live so contrary to the divine law. Almighty God knew that a rebellious world would come in a mischief maker and a shedder of blood would be the ruler. And since his rule is contrary to the law of life, his rule is death itself. So this rule that we have lived under is considered death. And in its wake, it puts man in hell. So John the Revelator says that that one in the last day would be given a key to end hell and destroy death. Well, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said to me one day, he said, I'm like a traffic policeman slowing down the traffic to the grave. People just running 90 miles an hour, jumping in the grave. Yes. And Elijah Muhammad was there saying, holy, slow down.
1: Yes.
0: Let me show you how to eat to live. Yes. As your Bible teaches you that a man would come and he would give you life and give it to you in more abundance yes, by offering you obedience to divine law. How do you start making a devil? You begin By grafting. Take it up on the metaphysical level. How do you begin making devil? You begin making a devil. By adding lies to truth. By taking away from the truth. By mixing up truth with falsehood. Or by hiding the truth. While you know. Then you start making an opponent to God. Don't you know, beloved, you act based upon your knowledge? If I tell you, sister, that that brother across the aisle from you has been lying on you, bad-mouthing you, talking about you so viciously that none of the others in here want anything to do with you, sister, and if you believed in me, then you would meet that brother and maybe jump on him before you ask him a question and a fight would have begun because a liar is a murderer all liars are murderers because when you lie you murder the truth and when you murder the truth you hinder and impede justice and anyone that hinders and impedes justice is one that murders the social order. Mm -hmm. How do you begin making devil? You start with truth and then you alter it. You graft on it. You add into it. You take away from it. But what would make a man do something like that? What kind of heart and mind must a man have to alter truth? What is the purpose? Don't you know if we have equal knowledge, I can't rule you, you can't rule me, we are brothers. Brotherhood means equal. If I have a desire to rule my brother, if I have a desire to be lorded over my brother, All I have to do is conceal a testimony of truth that Allah has revealed for the people, hide it from the people. And if I hide the truth from you, I hide the power that enables you to overcome obstacles. If I hide the truth from you and keep it for myself, I can see the obstacle that you can't see. And I'll always get over my obstacle and leave you stumbling in the dark because I want to be over you. That means I'm a devil. Why am I a devil? Because if God wants all men to be free, all men to be justified, all men to be equal, and when I say men, I'm speaking of man and woman. I better say it then. God wants all men and women To be free, justified, and equal. You got the the message. When anyone hinders a testimony from Almighty God from reaching your ears and your heart that would free you from ignorance and allow you to stand up like men and women and evolve to your fullest potential, then that person who hides that testimony is a devil and opposer of God's will for you. America has become a habitation of death. Yes, How can you tell, Farquhar? Because Jesus said,
1: "Go ahead. Now. Yes.
0: You shall know the truth, yes, sir. and the truth shall make you free." Yes. How come you're not free? You don't know the truth. How come you don't know the truth? Every time a man rose up to tell you the truth, they would kill that man to hinder you from getting the truth. Why are they upset with Louis Farrakhan? Why must they make me this ugly fellow? Why must they make me this evil man? Because if you believe what they say, you will never listen to what I say. And then if you don't listen to what I say, you will not hear that truth that would make you free. And if you will not hear that truth that will make you free, then they will forever be your master. And white folk don't want you free from out under their control. They don't want to see a black man stand up like a man. They don't want to see you self-independent. They want to see the black man groveling at their feet. Why? What is in you, white people, that make you want to see black people groveling at your feet? What has happened to your mind that is so messed up that you can't stand to see another fellow human being, a fellow traveler in space and time with you? You don't want to see a man Stand up like a man on the earth that his father created for him. What is wrong with you? It is because you have been made a devil. Made a devil because you have been taught a teaching that makes you think you're better. And any time a man teaches you a teaching, that makes you think you're better than another person and will not give you the balance in duty and responsibility, and give you that which will create character in you. And the number one character of any righteous person is humility. Whenever you begin to think you're better than somebody else, you start coming out of the character of humility. You begin to think more of yourself than you should. Then you are becoming a devil and don't even know it. Oh, yes. I want to talk about the making of the devil today. Because many of you, many of you who are black don't even realize you are being made into devil. Many of you who are Muslims don't even realize you're being made into devils. Many of you who think you're on the path of right are on the path to hell and don't even know it. you can't recognize the Satan of yourself. Yes, the white man has become a devil. He has been made a devil. Well, the maid is not responsible. It is the maker.
1: Uh
0: Uh-oh, what did I say? If a vessel did not make itself, the potter is responsible for making the clay and forming it and shaping it. Hmm? So you don't like the form and the shape of the clay but don't blame the clay blame the potter if the white man is a made devil then don't blame him look for his maker and have the courage to challenge the maker I am going to place a ruler in the earth who is the eye talking that's the fellow we want to get after. see it take a little courage to look at God I'm going to place a ruler in the earth what are you going to place it I'm going to place some it that create mischief and cause a shedding of blood well hey you the one responsible for the hell then not the instrument that's raising hell the white man is an instrument for hell raising he didn't make himself he's a made man yeah. who made it for what purpose let us make man How in our image After our likeness That sounds alright What you gonna do for him Let us give him power And dominion Over the fowl of the air The fish of the sea Every creeping thing that crawls upon The earth That sounds alright What kind of man you making I'm making a man Making him from dust And I'm gonna breathe into him And his first act is going to be to rebel against me. So he is a rebel. He rebels against God from the very beginning. So in the New Testament it says, As by one man sin entered into the world. Not by one spirit. As by one man sin entered into the world. And death came by sin. So sin has spread for all men. Death has spread to all men. All men have sinned. Because one man came into the world bringing about rebellion. How do you make devil? You draft from the original. Many of the Jewish people are very angry with Louis Farrakhan. I understand your anger. But you would just have to be angry
1: yes, yes.
0: because I'm not going to stop no, sir. saying what I'm saying Go ahead. as long as what I say is the truth yes, sir. Yes, sir. this Quran this Quran says that a party from among the Jews heard the Torah heard it understood it then altered it what did they do? the Quran says they altered a testimony from almighty God when you change the word of God who gives you that authority by what right do you change a pure word from almighty God what motivated you to do such a thing your desire to be above your gentile brethren your desire to rule you perceive yourself As the chosen of God. Not chosen to serve your brother, but chosen to rule your brother. No, sir. When God chooses a man, he chooses him to serve. And he only rules through service. But you, you are parted from among your people altered the word, what did they do? They changed the word, what did they do? They crafted the word, what did they do? They made a teaching, a body of knowledge that would make a devil. Yaku crafted devil skunk of the planet Earth. Yaku, Jacob the usurper the supplanter You knew the birthright was not your own. You took it, put on the garment of the real one to deceive and get a blessing. You made a devil. You made a teaching and gave it to the Gentile nations. And now the Gentile nations and the Jews are on their way to hell. And this is why Paul said, we have before proved, not conjecture, not assumption, but we have before proved that both Jews and Gentiles, they are all under sin. They are all in rebellion. He said, there is none that doeth good. No, not one. This is Paul talking. So if Paul is anti-Semitic, then burn your body. If Paul don't know what he's talking about, then don't preach the New Testament. Beloved, if Paul said to us that the poison of asps is under their tongue, their mouth is an open sepulcher, their feet are swift to shed blood. If you saw Bernard Stone, on newsmaker this morning, with Alderman Streeter, Alderman Streeter standing up for the truth, standing up for his brother, and he is Bernard Stone, a devil. Why do I call you a devil, Mr. Stone? Because you have no respect for truth. You altered the word of God, your father did, now you alter my words. Now you want to make me what you have been. I'm gonna deprive you and your people from going to the synagogue. By what do you say, sir? I'm the enemy of the American way. What is the American way? If the American way is killing black people, I am the enemy of that way. If you want to get the tape of today's lecture, call right now, 994-5775. That number is 994-5775. But the truth rolls on. Yeah. Roll on. Yeah. We got a few more seats in the house left. And if you come on by, I got a few more minutes to roll on. Go ahead. Oh. Beloved brothers and sisters, let us go on. Yes. Okay. Their mouth is an open sepulchre. That means their throat is a tomb. When Bernard Stone was speaking, his mouth was an absolute tomb. The poison of ass is under his tongue. Him and his boss, Fidoliath. Devils, how in the hell can the city prosper when devils are running it? People who are against the order of God, mischief makers, liars, thieves, and murderers. How can these devils judge me? You can't judge me. I am here to judge you. Judgment is on you today. Yes, sir. You make me laugh. You're going to censure Firecon and repudiate me. Please. As I told the big boys in the United States Senate when they <laughs> censured me and in worth the paper is printed on your censure of me carries no weight whatsoever my censure of you carries the weight of God and his Christ and the angels behind it take it or let it alone that's why you can't do nothing with me but get out of my way how do you make a devil you conceal a testimony The Quran said, who is more unjust than he who forges a lie against Allah? Who is more unjust than he who conceals a testimony from the people that Allah has given to the people? A party from among the Jews is guilty of hiding a testimony of Almighty God from the Gentile nations. And you come up under the Gentiles and look at how wicked you are. Liars and thieves. You. Murderers and gamblers and homemongers and freaks and fornicators and adulterers. This is you. My own flesh and blood. You have been made devils. The church don't have no power to straighten you out with your freak self. Cook using Reef of smoking, pill popping, heroin shooting self. You a damn devil.
1: Somebody
0: got to straighten you out. You are such wicked people today, black people, that you have no more love and respect for God, for yourself, for your mother, for your father, for your elders, for your own life. You kill yourself in joy. Yourself in joy. Snort cocaine until the lining of your nose is burnt out. Your bread, brain is busted. You enjoy yourself. Committers of suicide, fratricide, genocide. Nation of devils. Because you're under the rule and order of made devils made by Jews into devils that's why they don't want me to talk because if I continue to speak the Gentile nations will awaken and if the Gentiles awaken they'll look at the Jew and say you did this to us and the Jew did to My beloved Christian brothers and sisters, Jesus has me witness of the truth of what I'm saying. He gives you a parable in the New Testament of the wicked husbandman. I'm sure you know it, that the earth or the vineyard was let out into the hands of some wicked husbandman. A husbandmen. A husband is one who is entrusted with the property that does not belong to him, but he's entrusted with the care of it. To take care of something means to deal with it in accord with the nature of it, That it may be preserved and protected and nurtured and fostered in its growth in accord with its nature. When a man becomes the husband of a woman, that is a serious
1: charge.
0: Do you take this man to be your lawfully wedded husband? You say I do.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know what you mean. But a few days later, it's over. The man done Beat up somebody else's property. Stomped on it see the weeds growing he don't recognize the weed, the weed is choking out the flower in his God when you're a caretaker of a vineyard and the fruit are coming up beautifully you're a good husband Jesus was talking to the Jews and he said the the vineyard is the world. It was let out in the hands of wicked rulers. See, it bears witness to the Quran. I'm gonna place in the earth a ruler who's gonna create mischief. He's not gonna be a good husband. He's gonna be a wicked husband. We got the message. And every once in a while, the owner of the vineyard would send someone in the vineyard to check on the fruit. And the husbandman would beat some, kill some. Then the heir to the vineyard, he comes in to check on the fruit and they utterly, I mean they just slay him. So Jesus asked the Jews, what will the Lord and owner of the vineyard do when He comes. And the Jews answered Jesus saying, He will utterly slay them. Now if the Jew has been chosen to serve and has not brought up one righteous fruit to God, out of the Gentile nation, because he hid the testimony. So Jesus said, what man having a light would hide it under a bushel basket? He's talking to the Jew, man. You got the light. Why the hell don't you let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which art in heaven. But you have hidden your light. And the people are blind and stumbling over themselves because you conceal the testimony. So the Gentile nations have been made devils. Who are the great scholars? Who are the great writers in the fields of psychology, philosophy, geography? You. Political science you. Medicine you. It's the Jews Who are the cultural giants you. The Jews Who runs the movie industry you. Who runs the publishing house you. Who controls the newspaper The Jews Who controls the distribution And the manufacturing
1: The right. yeah. yeah. Jews yeah.
0: Who controls the banking The Who controls the Federal Reserve The who controls and manipulates the government? Jews. yes, sir. Yes. And are are the people right or are the people wrong? Are you right? Are you living right? Are under their rule or are you devils?
1: Yes.
0: Look at the mischief that we make now. Let's forget white people. Let's let's leave them alone now. Let's go back to us. If um, we want to start an organization with all black in it, who will bust it up? Us. Us Jews. We'll bust it up. Why can't we move forward and make any progress? Because when we see one of us going up, envy and jealousy creeps up in the heart and we destroy one another. Is that the work of a saint? What is that the work of? Is the devil in the church? Is the devil in the pulpit? Is the devil in the mosque? Is the devil in the temple? Is the devil in the synagogue? Is the devil in the nightclub? Yeah, you have to pardon you all have to pardon me but like my brother I'm just having fun what I'm
1: saying
0: what I'm saying beloved the devil is raising hell everywhere
1: the
0: devil not only in the pulpit the devil is in you and me now how are you gonna recognize this fellow I'm getting into the real serious part of this lecture All of it was serious But this is core, core, core Serious <coughs> Y'all alright? Yes, Can I have a few more minutes? When Allah created Himself he created himself according to what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us and the Quran and Bible bears witness that he's not begotten. So if God is not begotten, he didn't have no mama. So he self-created them. But he had a place from which he created himself. If he came out of total darkness and was a light of himself then the duality was established in his creation listen now I want you to bear with me if he came from darkness then the material of the darkness is a part of his own makeup but he was a light of himself So in him is negative and positive. And in everything that he creates, you see, positive and negative. Well, if from the weaker germ of the original man, he permitted a being of weakness to be made Caucasian, then the Caucasian that you see out here walking on the earth is made from an essence in the original man. So what you're looking at in him and his hell raising on the earth, you're looking at a struggle that is going on within every human being. Muslim that reads the Qur'an says, He never reads the Qur'an without first saying, I seek refuge in Allah against the accursed devil. Why? When you read the holy words of Allah, you are asking him to grant you refuge in him from anything in yourself that is negative that would impede you from hearing, obeying, understanding the word of Almighty God. Now, what is there in you and in me that could impede us from our study of the Word of God? Man and woman are creatures of desire. You want things. You want things. We want things. What do you want out of life? Listeners, what do you want? Well, you would say, I want money. Many of you, I want a nice home, I'd like a nice car, some say I'd like to be famous, some say I'd like to be powerful, each of us have desires. Well now, when you have a desire, which is natural, the next thing is, How do you go about attaining your desire? Well, it takes some skill in this world, the acquisition of some skill or knowledge to enable you to attain your desire. If you are not careful, your desire can master you. Desire can be negative or it can be positive. If you are not careful and you become consumed by what you want then you might not mind how you get what you want then Satan has entered in in our desire. Listen now, listen now, listen. There is an approved way that God has laid down for all of us to benefit in this life. God has a path that all of us should travel and if we travel that path bowing in submission to God your right desires will be granted. The Quran says man only earns what he strives for whatever you strive for good or evil you can actually attain it but now sometimes you strive for goals that are not worthwhile but God will allow you to get it and in getting it then what? how do you use it? how do you handle it? We're talking about the making of a devil. Now, it's easy to look at white people and just lay it on them. It's easy to look at Jews and lay it on them. Each one that I name have some fault, some blame. But the real energy that we have must conquer, if we are ever to be free, is not white people, it's not Jews, it really is the negative force of our own selves. Now you can cheer and shout when I beat up on white people. Because when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was among us and he talked about white folk, we literally danced. Because, you know, white folks had treated us so bad, we just wanted somebody to whoop on them. When we found somebody brave enough, like the Honorable Elijah Muhammad or Malcolm X, to beat on white people, we just got such a joy out of that. Beat them up, beat them up, honey. And the more Malcolm beat white folk, we were sitting in our homes saying, get them, get them from me. (laughs) But that's stage number one of an infant development. Stage number two is, how do you master the thing that has beat the hell out of you? (laughs) That's the real movement. Not recognizing the thing that has beat the hell out of you but stopping the thing that has beat the hell out of you. And the way he beats you is he uses you to beat yourself. (laughs) Hear me, beloved. Look. He listens to you think. He listens to you. No, I'm sorry. He doesn't listen to you think. But your thoughts manifest in words. When you speak, you're speaking your mind. So he analyzes your words. He analyzes my words. What does Farrakhan want? It's in his words. What can we offer him? Are you with me?
1: You all all right?
0: Jesus wanted a kingdom. He was preaching the kingdom of God. White man said, damn, the price is high to get him. He wants a kingdom. Satan took him up on the mountain, and come on, come on up here Jesus, look, 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 look look, look out there Jesus, poor Jesus, he riding on the ass, you know what I mean, barefoot, you know what I mean, he talking about a kingdom that is to come, he ain't got none yet, just his poor raggedy disciples, you know what I mean, Satan said, let me see if I can get him now, before his kingdom comes. Let me test and see if he's patient to wait on his father to bring him into the kingdom. And if I can come in between his daddy giving him the kingdom and offer him a kingdom that is mine. And if he bites on desire, I got him. So does Satan come up and say, oh, that's what you want? You want a kingdom? Look at all these cities down there. they, they, they might. I'll give every one of these cities to you if you would just bow down. Now the question is, if you are spiritually immature, you can't wait. One thing about a child, when a child says, Mommy, can I have a banana, Mommy? Mother's busy doing something. She said, yes, honey, in just a minute. The child don't know what a minute means. Mommy, I want that banana now. You got a fresh one on your hand then, huh? No, a child not fresh. Child don't know what you mean a minute from now. When a child wants something, it wants it right now. Patification. Right now. And you don't like me if you don't give it to me right now. If you don't give it to me right now, damn it, I'll pitch a tantrum. And I'll upset the house. I'll scream to the top of my lungs. I'll mess up everything. Ascars is a spiritual, he's a, a little child. Well, when we are maturing, you're grown up now, all of you. But there are things that you want, you want, I want, that don't come like that. There are things that we want that are the fruit of a process. And in order to get the fruit of our desire, we have to remain in the process and have patience and suffer As we work toward our goal. But if you're impatient, you just walk out and say, I'm through with it, later for it. Then in that moment, Satan can say to you, Here's the thing that you've been looking for. Now, here's the champion. Alderman
1: Streeter.
0: And Miss Dorothy Tillman, our uh, Alderman from the Third Ward. How are you, Alderman? Good to see you. Now, Alderman. Thank you so much. You did a great job. Now, are you with me thus far? You know, our them, don't you? That's right. Now, beloved, here's what I want to say to all of us when Jesus was asked by Satan to receive the cities what did he say sister said it right Jesus had the strength to say get thee behind me Satan why why Because I got patience, he said To wait on what my father promised me So I'll stay in the process Until my father gives me the kingdom. That's very powerful I say that to say this Our desires are the things that we are mastered by Ruled by Deceived by Taken off the path by what you desire. When you are growing up into power, you are studied by wise people who want to bend you, break you, manipulate you, take you off your course. If you want a fine woman, they will raise one up for you that looks like the woman of your dreams and send her to you. Satan comes in all kind of forms, but Satan can't get in if you are the master of your own desires. That's the point I'm making. You want pleasure out of life. We are all here to get pleasure out of life, but there's a way to get pleasure. Sexual gratification is a very finite pleasure, meaning it's very limited. It doesn't last long at all. Any man or woman that is sold to sexual pleasure given to you from your bodies Are sold to death because the pleasure of your body is a fleeting thing because your body is a fleeting thing. All flesh is as grass, it comes up for a short time and it's gone. Yes. So if you serve the desire of the flesh, you serve vanity. Yes. Are you listening? Yes. But if you serve God and his will and his cause. And you get pleasure from doing good in his way. Then your desire is a right desire. You understand that in the process of serving God you're going to have to suffer So you want to get out of suffering so the enemy will always come to you when you're suffering and offer you something. And that's the time when you're most vulnerable and that's the time you need to say, get thee behind me, Satan. Now Satan don't have to be white. Satan don't have to be Jewish. Satan comes up in your own thinking. The Quran teaches I seek refuge in the Lord of men, the King of men, the God of men from the evil whispering of the slinking devil who whispers into the hearts of men. Sometimes the whispering can be done on a television commercial. I am Ellen. Going my way, darling. Sometime the whispering can be on a record that you like. Softly speaking into your heart. Filth and indecent. Sometimes the whispering can come from a voice within your own
1: head,
0: and that voice is saying to you even though that's the brother's wife I know I shouldn't do this but he ain't home and that's a whispering man it's a whispering sister And if you don't recognize that scene, you can recognize the evil of white folks on the world scene. You can recognize the evil of Jews in their manipulation of blacks. That's fine. But if you cannot recognize the evil of the whispering that comes within your own self, then you are open. To be taken over by the outside manipulators because you have not walked your post in a perfect manner keeping always on the alert. you understand you're not a good soldier for Christ because the most precious thing you got is the truth when it enters your mind and you must guard it well and I'm almost finished. Now, here's how we become devils. Alderman Streeter, in the chambers of the city council, stood up to defend his brother. Bernard Stone stood up to defend falsehood. When a man says it, I'm trying to keep him from his synagogue. And I don't know where he worships. (laughs) If he worships. As a Muslim... A Muslim respects the houses of worship of all houses where God's name is remembered. According to our book, there would never be a Muslim painting on a synagogue and a Muslim should stop anyone who is defiling or desecrating a house where God's name is remembered. That's our book. So Mr. Stone is in error. Mr. Stone knows he's in error. Brother had the courage to challenge him. See? So now his fight on television, uh, uh, Alderman Street, was very weak. Because the scripture says, if you resist the devil, he will flee from you. See, when he is trying to lie on me because they fear what is coming out of my mouth of truth then he becomes a devil he's an opposer of the truth but he wants to enlist my brothers and sisters with him to destroy me but thanks to Almighty God they're standing strong the mayor is standing strong now I'm going to make a few closing points on this idea of making a devil. We must now stop the growth of devilishment among ourselves. You will agree with me that we have become little devils. Some of us getting to be big devils. Some of us are devils in the name of God. That's, that's really terrible. Now, how do we stop this? Look, if God exalts sister or brother, how do you feel about sister being the older woman of the third war, won it by the people's vote. How do you feel about her when she walks the street, comes among you to serve you? Some people say, Should be me. Why her? I went to college. I got a Ph.D. They voted for her. Because her degree is not on the wall. Her degree is in performance for the people. That's where his degree is. Now, I'm making a point here. God, in the Quran, fashions a man from dust that's a very humble beginning then after he fashions him he breathes into him he teaches him wisdom then he says to all the angels bow down to this man that I've made all the angels bowed except Iblis is an Arab word which means he despaired when you become a despairing person it is because you in some way feel disappointed that you didn't get something that you thought you deserved listen to me carefully bliss is an angel that refused to bow down In the 17th surah of the Quran, Allah asked him, and also in the 7th surah, What hindered you? What blocked you from bowing down? When I, God, ordered you to bow to the man that I made, what stopped you? Listen to his words. I am better Than he, you made me of fire; him you made of dust. Now, right there, you have the making of a devil. Listen to me, please. This is this is critical to understanding our personal lives, because every one of us in our personal lives strive for something. If it's on a low plane or a high plane, you strive for something in competition with somebody else. If you don't get what you strive for, somebody else gets the prize, you despair. And in that feeling of despair, that is when you can become a devil. Because when you despair, now you start talking to yourself. Something inside ain't nobody talking to you. That's you talking to you. Now here's what you saying to you. I don't know why
1: he got that.
0: He don't know what I know. He's made from dust. Look at the way the nigga come up from nothing. The nigga ain't nothing. How do people listen to that nigga? He ain't nothing. They don't listen to me. They don't listen to me. He despairs now because he can't get to cry. But he don't. Stop there, then from despair. The thing that caused them to despair is he was proud. Listen, listen, listen. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is not good that you think more of yourself than you should. And this is why Elijah Muhammad said the white man is a devil. Because he thinks he is better than everybody else. He's not a devil because he's white. He's a devil because in his mind, he thinks his whiteness makes him Better than a black man, a brown man, a red man, a yellow man, yeah. or a rich man thinks he's better because he got more money in his pocket. When did money produce counter? I wear diamond on my finger. That don't make me better to the man that don't have nothing on. This is fool's stuff. The fool says, Look at it. Oh, oh. <laughs> nigga got that big diamond on. Look at that suit the nigga got. You didn't expect me to come out here naked, did you? <laughs> if I came out tattered and torn, you'd say, I wish that nigga would get some clothes on representing the truth looking like a bum he should be ashamed of himself you think a fur coat makes you something i have a nice car that that car don't add to me not to me in a fool's eyes, they say, Oh, he's driving the bands. Cat is bad. <laughs> he's down. That's my main man. Look at that. Man. He showed up bad. That's a fool. The real man is on the inside. Yeah. The real man is the man that is wrapped up and clothed in clothing, principles that are more uh, 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 important than gold and silver. The real man is he who is, and woman is he or she who is wrapped up in those universal principles of service to Almighty God. The real man and woman is he who makes knowledge the goal, and as he or she possesses knowledge with humility of heart, makes service the criterion of the judgment of character. How do you make a devil? You make a devil when you start thinking. You're better. Can you play ball? You can dunk, right? Can you box? You're good at it, right? You're a karate master? Beautiful. But does that make you better? See, better is not better because you punch faster. Better is not better because you dunk better. Better is not better because you get more money for dunking. Better is better when you're better in your duty to God and in service to the people. That is better. How do you make a devil? Some of you are very pretty sisters. You have beautiful countenance. And you look in the mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall. Ain't I the prettiest of them all? You look in the mirror and you admire your form and you say, good God almighty, this will kill him with this dress I got on. Here come a devil <laughs> Yeah, there's a devil coming You think you so pretty now You think you're so fine now You're going to tempt now to break up somebody's house Just to show you got power So you come Stomping in your high heels <laughs> Go on and prance I got his attention now. And what you see is what you get. A devil here in the house. He married to that old ugly woman. I don't know why he won't look at me. I'm gonna get that nigga from that ugly woman. <laughs> and when you think like that, what are you thinking in your heart? I'm prettier than she. Therefore, therefore, I am better than she. It ain't necessarily so. (laughs) Prettier is not better. More formally is not better. More righteous is better. How do you make a devil? I got a couple more points, just a couple more. Now, beloved, when you despair, Because you're disappointed, you didn't get what you wanted to get. How do you handle it? See? Do you go back and you strive? You say, well, I'll do better next time. Or do you say, Hmm. He got what belonged to me. So, now I'll work to get it. I'll undermine it. are destroyed then you've ceased being a bliss your despair because of your false pride is now making you shaitan shaitan is one whose evil is not confined to oneself but now is spread to others so then you begin to whisper the alderman no. We need to do so and so and so See, so that nigga there, he's trying to be the man. We don't want him to be married man, you understand? And he's... Mm-hmm. And you try to undermine what everybody... You understand? Oh, yeah, I know y'all know about that. <laughs> Go ahead. See, but that's a devil now. Right. See, all of a sudden, that black face is a smiling face that don't mean you're no good. Right. Now they're undermining you, trying to destroy you if every time they can get a chance to drop an evil seed about you they drop it and then act as though they didn't say anything that's a the devil Then they become an opposer and opponent because they're proud in their heart they want something and they hate you for what you got that's how you make a devil in the 17th surah of the Quran Satan asks is this he whom you have honored above me? see the thought is you honoring this dude above me? Well who is this me here? This me evidently think more of himself or herself than he or she should. Therefore that he or that she cannot accept the reality in front must oppose it. And just about concluding. You know, I didn't ask for this struggle. I was sitting in here, Alderman Streeter, when you met me, I met the alderman. The day we moved in here, the alderman came to welcome me into the ward. And I told the alderman our plans. Our plan is not to do evil in this war. We're not here to sell dope. We're not here to put up alcohol or beer taverns or do anything against the good of this community we are here to promote good and harmony in the community, to create enterprise, to create jobs for our people, to give our people greater knowledge that they may act responsibly that's our aim Alderman Streeter said I join you in that endeavor and he did now From the day Brother met me, I have been here in this little final call building, former bank and funeral parlor, trying to do my best to give knowledge to people. The money that comes in, we pay it out to have a radio broadcast so that we can reach beyond this building to reach our people in their homes with a knowledge that will inspire, encourage, motivate, and stimulate them to do better things for themselves and their families. I did not know in 1983 when Coretta Scott King invited me to the 20th anniversary of the March on Washington that I would make a speech for six minutes that would literally become recorded as one of the best speeches of that entire event I didn't know that I went to perform a service they tried to put me in a way where I couldn't speak this is the truth they tried to do everything to hinder me from speaking and then when Allah blessed me to break through what they had already planned I watched my own brothers jump up and down Literally livid with anger because the people were responding to me. Pulling my coat, sit down, sit down, taking too much time. I ain't never made a six minute speech. Uh, I didn't know Jesse made a speech that day. The night before, I met Jesse in the church. Jesse said he's thinking about running. He said, will you help me? I said, I'll think about it. I jumped in to help the brother. The Jews didn't like Jesse from the jump. They didn't say some Jews against Jesse. When they put the ad in the paper, Jews against Jesse, you didn't see a lot of Jews write uh, ads in the paper saying, speak for yourself, we are not in that. It was just Jews against Jesse. Ruin, Jesse, ruin. I didn't go to Jesse seeking to aid him. He came to me asking for my help. I had a decision to make because the followers of Honorable Elijah Muhammad had never involved themselves in politics. It was Reverend Jackson, bless him, who said, "FireCon, there's a lot of good that you speak. You are denying the public the good that you know by not taking uh, uh, speaking engagements in terms of the media. Why don't you think about your policy of not speaking to the media, which was my policy for seven years? Jesse said that, and I thought it over. I said, Jesse's right. It's time now for me to come on out. So I started speaking to help Jesse. Loving Jesse and seeing what the Jews were trying to do against Jesse, I stood up to defend Jesse against the Jews. Now nobody talks about Jews. Black leaders, I don't care how tough they are, they can talk about freedom, talk about justice, but when it comes to pointing a finger at a Jew... Their finger get broke Their wrist get crooked And they put their hand behind their back They ain't got no more mouth Well The scripture says Love casteth out fear I love Reverend Jackson So I'm not afraid of Jews I don't know nothing about I know Jews got power But I know they're trying to get my brother killed So I jump on them And I warn them don't do this The next day, I'm hit. So I'm fighting them back now. They don't know no black folk that stand up and fight them back and win. So now I'm locked in a struggle with them. And their hate for me is absolutely mind-boggling. They are hysterical when my name is mentioned. (laughs) Now look, I didn't orchestrate 19,000 people coming out in, in Los Angeles, 11,000 on a Monday night in Washington, nearly 40 to 50,000 coming out to Madison Square Garden on a Monday night. When they see thousands coming to hear fire Con all over the country, the writers are saying fire Con is the preeminent black spokesman. He's the preeminent leader. That ain't me talking. That's them talking. Well, some of my brothers said, how the hell did he get this? Yeah. That nigga don't know no more than me. In fact, he ain't got no degree. How that nigga command all these people? Or what's, what are you upset about? You upset because that's your desire? and you cannot accomplish your desire and God has given it to a brother that you don't think nothing of then you're asking God who is this that you honor above me yeah. he's made of dust he come up from nothing I'm made of fire I got a degree I got knowledge I got power I got standing and you go the people are coming out to hear a man that's a black Muslim and a hater and an anti-Semite? Is this who you honor above me? Now the black leaders are upset. What you upset about? You upset because the masses are listening to me and not to you.
1: That's not my fault.
0: they they said Farrakhan maybe what you're saying maybe what you're saying is truth but it's not expedient it's not necessary it's not timely in other words Farrakhan you should stop talking about the Jews I mean they've come to me and said this to me and I said straight up I said, Reverend, I said, all I'm saying is written in your Bible. I said, if you don't want to preach the gospel, I will. I said, you all are hypocrites. That's what Jesus charged them with being hypocrites. You all know I'm telling the truth, but you don't want me to tell it on the mountain. You want me to tell it in secret where nobody can hear it. So when I go on the mountain and tell the truth, white folks come to Streeter and put pressure on him. Lean on him. He visited us. The Jews came to him and said, Alderman Streeter, you go down there anymore. We're not giving you this donation. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. Very important. you got to be able to stand up for what you believe in. Some reverends told me, they said, look, some pressure is coming down, and it's, in, it's, it's a lot of pressure on the mayor. I said, pressure? I said, well, what you mean? Pressure is on the mayor. I said, you mean the mayor can't take no damn pressure? I said, the masses are living under pressure. The people in the street don't know nothing but pressure. Why the hell should I be concerned? Because the leaders are under some pressure. What the hell do you
1: want to be a leader for if you don't want no pressure?
0: I say this, with no disrespect, pressure was put on Alderman Streeter, Alderman Streeter stood up. He's loved more today in his ward and among the wards of black people in Chicago than the other aldermen. Who would not take a stand? You can't be no punk and serve people today. You can't be equivocating. You can't straddle no fence. You can't be on this side today, and when it's warm, jump on that side tomorrow. We ain't playing no damn hopscotch. This is freedom. So I told the Reverend, I said, I'll meet with all the leaders let them question me about what I'm saying and explain my position to them. And if all of them say, Farrakhan, you should not do that, I will thank them for their advice, but I will continue on my course. I said, I said, I want to prove to you, Reverend, that the God you preach on Sunday is real and he's with Louis Farrakhan. You all don't believe him, but I do. And I will prove to you that he's able, that even though I walk in the valley of the shadow of death, I don't fear no evil. I walked out of here the other day by myself, got on a plane and went to another city by myself didn't tell nobody I was coming just got there by myself got in a damn cab and went where I was going by myself why God is sufficient for me God is sufficient for me He's sufficient for me I want to show you all that when God is for you, who can be against you? You say it, but now is the time to be tested on the word of God. Now, there ain't no use in you becoming deaf. If it's my time to shine in the light of God, then that don't mean it's my time every day. Let me do what I can do in this time and don't be envious or jealous and say why ain't it me thank God it's somebody thank God that somebody has been made I am a made man I am not the potter I am the clay but a mighty potter has made me and if it were not for my father the honorable Elijah Muhammad if it were not for the way that man trained me and whipped me when I didn't even think I deserved it he would beat on me sit me down and scold me in the presence of others to see if I would rebel against him Sometimes he would whoop me so bad Till I would go from him in Chicago and sit by the seaside in New York and cry. Because I couldn't understand what he was doing to me. Why he was doing it to me. He would praise me in the presence of my brothers to incite envy in their hearts against me. Then he would direct their envy against me and see how I acted. My teacher, Elijah Muhammad. See, this is why I can't take no credit for nothing, because I'm a made man, and a made man can't take no credit. It's the maker that he has to give the credit to, and the maker is Almighty God, Allah, but he gave me a teacher. Look, I say this with the deepest of humility. Malcolm was my friend, my brother, I loved him like a father and I was to him like a son. I learned much from Malcolm. I studied him like this brother studies me. I walked like Malcolm. I tried to talk like Malcolm because Malcolm was the baddest thing I had ever seen. But Malcolm had a teacher who was my teacher, but Malcolm was closer to me than the teacher in terms of proximity. Malcolm was supposed to be the heir apparent to take over when Elijah would no longer be among us. Everyone called him the second in command. What do you mean take over? Do you know what it means to sit in a hot seat Do you know what it means to accept a position that will bring you into the hatred of your friends? Where you will be rebuked and scorned and evil spoken of and conspired against by your friends, much less your enemies. But if you can't take it, you shouldn't uh, aspire to leadership. Elijah Muhammad saw in Malcolm the greatness but now he had to test Malcolm before he put Malcolm in his seat. He knew that Malcolm was the most progressive minister in the nation of Islam. Nobody made more progress for the nation than Malcolm X. Nobody taught black people more than Malcolm X. Nobody represented the Honorable Elijah Muhammad better than Malcolm X. Right. He was the best that did it at that time. Yes. Nobody can take that away from the man. That's right. Come on. That's right. But you don't go to the pinnacle of success because you can rap. You don't go to the top because you're a brilliant speaker. You don't go to the top because you got a great mentality. You go to the top when you got the character to withstand. Do you hear what I'm saying? Malcolm needed character development. How do you know your son got character? You got to put it on him. We got a man here that's a karate master, Master Musa. When he's training his students, he doesn't take it easy with them. When he throws them, when he puts them to the threshold of pain, he makes them do this. When they hit themselves like that, that means the pain is great, man. Let me go. Why are you putting them through pain? Because when they get out in the real battlefield, there's going to be some pain out there. And you ain't going to be able to pat your side and say, let me go. So every day you increase your threshold of pain. you got to be able to take pain in order to make it in this world. You can't take pain, you crack up. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you understand what I am saying? All praise is due to Allah. Malcolm, the preeminent spokesman, People were jealous of him, envious of him. Not I. I adored him because he was helping my leader and teacher, the man I love. But those who wanted what Malcolm had, Elijah Muhammad fanned the flames of their jealousy and directed it toward Malcolm and sit back like a scientist and see how Malcolm acted. Finally, Malcolm couldn't take it anymore. He said, I'm leaving. Sitting me down at the height of my career simply because I made a statement of, of truth, chickens coming home to roost, wasn't that he made the statement and the statement was wrong. His leader had told him not to do that because Kennedy had been assassinated, the people were in an uproar. Don't put yourself in a position to be killed. Keep your mouth savior behind is a time when a wise man speaking is a time to be silent Malcolm misunderstood what his teacher was doing to him and for him and he turned on his teacher so help me God I'm telling you what I know because the honorable Elijah Muhammad after Malcolm brought me right up the same way and as he brought me up as his national spokesman, I was getting famed for speaking his word. People began to admire me, but the honor of Elijah Muhammad was watching. He wanted to see as the character in the boy. So he started praising me, then fanning the flames of jealousy. Sick him, sick him. It's an internal thing. You don't know what the hell is going on. You don't see this on the outside. This is an inside thing. That's why the scripture says Lucifer was in heaven He wasn't on earth The devil ain't made on earth The devil is made in heaven It's only in the upper regions of knowledge That you can become a devil An ignorant man Just is a weak and wicked thing Hurting himself But the biggest devils They're made from up high And that's why Paul said We war not against flesh and blood But against principalities and powers And spiritual wickedness that is in high places Do you hear what I'm saying? Lucifer was in heaven Then he became a devil And was cast out You got it? There's a whole lot I ain't got time to talk on that But I just want to make a point My point is that one day I was about to crack. I had had it up to here, and I believed that Elijah Muhammad was behind all the hell that I was catching, and I was working hard for that man. I was denying my family for that man. And he was signaling, you know, things that people were just kicking my butt all over the country, inside the house. So I got to the point one day where I said, to hell with it, I'm gonna have it out with him and them at the table. Because I'm the kind of man you don't push me. Which you learning and white folks are learning. One thing about Fire con, boy, when you get me to a certain point, I will kick your butt. You hear me? I don't give a damn. If you're 99,000 feet tall, I'll be 99,000 feet in your rock. Yes, if you push me to that point, you don't look like nothing to me. Right, yes, America looked like poke stuff to me because yes, she pushed me to that point. Yes, I don't back down. No, no, no. Not when I get to that point. Well, I've gotten to that point in the nation. I'm ready to challenge the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and all his staff because they was whooping my butt and I didn't like it and I was innocent. Children are a mess when they act up, you know. So I brought it up at the table. I said, Dear Apostle, there's a whole lot of envy and jealousy at this table coming from your laborers. The messengers looked at me Got a stern look and said, Brother, seek refuge in Allah from the envier when He envies. Then he got up and walked out of the room. I'm sitting at the table seething, boiling, burning. Because I'm on a fight, you know what I mean? And he walked out. I wanted him to see me knock out all his staff, you know what I mean? showdown he came back in about maybe five minutes later I'm sitting at the table boy he sat down calm and he looked at me and I want you to hear his words he said brother whenever you're going to put a piece of board in the corner of a building To uphold the weight of the building, you have to put a lot of pressure on that board. But if that board breaks, you throw it away, and you get you another one. Now look, what I later learned was Malcolm was to be the corner of a building you can't be no cornerstone of no building and be no pump you can't have no weak back you got to be able to stand the weight that's coming down on that corner so i'm not going to put a stone in the corner that's not a tried stone i got to try the stone you hear me masons a tried stone you say i've been tried what is it doctor and willing to be tried again. My father tried Malcolm and Malcolm broke and he told me, he said, if you break in words, I have to throw you away and get another boy. And because God blessed me on the inside of the nation to take the abuse of my own brothers and never hate them listen to me good I have never hated a Muslim in my life and they eat my flesh and plan my death but I never hated them I worked for their deliverance and the honorable Elijah Muhammad said that's the kind of man I can leave in my seat when I'm gone because when he starts moving the envy and the jealousy will move among the people and they'll work to destroy him but he got character he's humble he don't think more of himself than he should and he'll stand there and take it because he's a tried stone I'm a made man My father made me well. And those of you who watch me, he wants you to watch me because the more the white man put on me, the stronger you will see me become. And the stronger you see me become, you have to understand then that the potter that made the clay Put it in the fire and then cooled it in the water and put it back in the fire and shaped it until he got it where he wanted. Now he said, I'm gone now. I'll leave it here among the people and see what they do. And what the white man has done thus far is punk stuff. But how many of you could take this man talking about you from one end of the country and one end of the world every day, every hour? open up a newspaper and they're cussing you out. You don't even know who that man is that they're talking about because you see him every day in the mirror and you don't see that. How many of you can take that kind of criticism? Have your own brothers turn on your plan against you and you not become vindictive and destroy them. Malcolm was vindictive. And the way you can show that Malcolm was vindictive is when he thought his teacher was against him, he turned on his teacher. See, that's a spirit of vindictiveness. Well, if your teacher brought you out of prison, raised you up, taught you when you knew nothing, put you before the world and made a giant out of you, no matter what you thought of him, walk away if you have to, but don't turn on the master that taught you. Don't turn on the teacher that made you. Sorry about that. He didn't have the character. warad Muhammad, every chance he get, he eats me alive. Fire Khan don't even answer him. It's like a man breaking wind in a hurricane. Before you smell it, it's gone. Sorry about that, man. That's That's a little vile, I know. I learned that from Akbar. No, I'm not going to put that on you, Akbar. <laughs> well, a little humor is always good. But all I'm saying to you, beloved, and I'm not, I'm not beating my chest because I'm made to do what I'm doing. I say I thank God for the strength of Alderman Streeter. I thank God for the strength of my sister and all the brothers and sisters in the council I want them to know and be sure that I am not anti-Semitic that I'm not anti-white I would do nothing to hurt a white person except to tell the truth and the truth hurts the guilty I don't teach none of these that are with me to go do harm to no white person to go beat up jews i don't talk that foolishness just letting you know what they do to manipulate you but they manipulate you from weakness within yourself so let's not make a devil i tell you if you really want to withstand all of this i'm telling you brothers and sisters acquire the spirit of humility You know what humility is? It ain't acting humble. It ain't bowing when it ain't necessary to bow. Being humble is a state of mind where you don't think more of yourself than you should. I don't see myself as better than any of you. That's the truth. And that's why when I shake your hand, you tell me I'm honored to meet you I say it right back to you. I say, brother, I'm honored to meet you. And I'm not jiving. Because I know who I'm meeting when I meet you. I'm meeting a unique creature of the God that never was before and never will be again. It's really a pleasure for me to meet you and to shake your hand. Because I'm shaking hands with God when I shake hands with his creatures. Do you hear what I'm saying? When you think a lot of yourself and you don't get what you want, you despair and you become evil. I have never despaired because whatever God wants for me, I know I'll get it. And whatever God wants for me, no man can take it from me. I put my trust in him. I say this to all of you who listen. Keep your desires under check Think about what you think The Satan that you must gain mastery of Is within your own mind Never fear That you would do something And didn't get it Whatever you are do There's one bigger than all of us who grants us what is due. And when that one starts pouring his blessings on you, no man can withhold it. And when he withholds it, no man can give it. And the Quran says Allah straightens the means of subsistence for whom he pleases and he amplifies it for whom he pleases but when he straightens your means of subsistence that's a trial for you how will you act when you don't have the money that you want will you steal see if somebody else gets it and you don't get it will you become enemies will you despair will you become a devil only way you can become a devil is because you're proud. I deserve more than what I'm getting, and I don't have it. Allah knows what you deserve, and he will give it to you in his own season. Think, and let us stop making devils, and let us start making God. Next week's subject, same time, same station, the making of a God. How do you make God? All, all right? Yes, Thank you for listening. May Allah bless you as I get you in peace. Assalamu alaykum.